text for today comes from Romans chapter 6. Do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were buried, therefore, with him by baptism into death, in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. For if, if we have been united with him in a death like his, we shall certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his. We know that our old self was crucified with him in order that the body of sin might be brought to nothing, so that we would no longer be enslaved to sin. For the one who has died has been set free from sin. This is the text. Dear friends in Christ, swimming, I've talked about it many times before in my hometown in Grenfell, was the one thing that there was to do in the summer. Swimming was the thing we did as kids. Morning, afternoon, and evening we swam, and as a result, my siblings and I became quite good swimmers. When I was very young, the one thing that I disliked about swimming was when I got dunked under the water. Inevitably, there was always a stronger boy in the pool who would chase around the younger boys, and it was a fun game of chase until you got caught and held under the water against your will. I remember that feeling of struggling to get to the surface of the water so that I could breathe. I remember the strength of the hand that held me fast in spite of my struggles, and I could not budge that hand. I remember the feeling of helplessness, struggling to the point of tears to get away. But it was not until the dunker decided that you had had enough that he released you and you could come up sputtering and gasping to the surface. I remember if there were tears, it only led to increased teasing or looking weak in front of your friends. The good thing was is I got older and stronger and I also became a better swimmer. And the panic of being pushed under the water no longer took hold of me as it did when I was a child. One time in the deep end, I felt myself being pushed under. I felt a hand push my head, and under I went, and it would not let me up. With clarity, I thought, well, I'll just hold my breath for a couple of minutes, and the dunker will bore of this game. After a while, I realized that the person who dunked me was not going to get bored of this game, so I simply let my feet go from underneath me and sunk to the bottom of the pool far out of the dunker's reach. I lay at that bottom of the pool for another minute or so. The dunker, who was stronger than me but not a stronger swimmer, finally uh, swam away. I remember the feeling of triumph as I realized there was safety for me in the deep water of the pool. Have you ever felt like you were sinking deeper in trial or tribulation or stuck in sin like a quagmire that had you and you could not break free. The psalmist in the Old Testament certainly feels that way when he says, Lord, rescue me from the mire. Do not let me sink. Deliver me from those who hate me from the deep waters. Do not let the floodgates engulf me or the depths swallow me up or the pit close its mouth over me. I have had times in my life when I think that my willful, persisting, clinging, gross sin is winning. I have thought, well, Sai, why can't I just be better? Why do I keep doing the same sins over and over and they keep rearing their ugly heads in my life? Much like a New Year's resolution, I may start strong in what I think is turning over a new leaf, but soon enough, my sinful nature creeps back in and I am like a dog going back to its vomit. I seem to fall back into old sins doing the same thing over and over 
And then this passage of Romans from today's epistle, I read it and it's no help to me. What shall we say then? Are we to continue in sin that grace may abound? By no means. How can we who died in sin live in it any longer? Live in sin. Live in it. I am floundering in it. And let me tell you, my friends, living in sin is not living. It's dying. It's how the world felt in John the Baptist's time. When people were coming to the Jordan to be baptized, they were lost and they did not know what to do. In the Gospel of Luke, the crowds asked John, what are we to do? To the crowds, to the tax collectors, to the soldiers, John told them to do good works, to share, to be honest, to serve with integrity. Our world is no different. It is lost and it does not know what to do. Why is the suicide rate for teens skyrocketing? Why is the world more disconnected, even though technology says we are more connected than ever? Why is wrong considered right and right considered wrong in this world? And if the world is so messed up, how can I possibly hope to quit living in sin? The world is living in sin. The world is drowning in sin. It is reveling in sin. And living in sin only leads to death. Sin would lead to my death, would lead to your death, as it will for the world. If it were for the, not for the fact that you died to sin, and you, dear friends, no longer live in sin. Now you may be thinking, but pastor, you said moments ago, you still sin. We do, but we don't live in sin because we have died in Christ Paul tells us, do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ were baptized into his death? You were baptized into Christ's death. The whole world fights against dying, but we revel in death, the death of our Savior, Jesus Christ, who by the shedding of his blood, by the stripes on his back, by the piercing of his flesh, by his hanging on the tree, by Christ's death on the cross, your sins, every one, is forgiven. Forgiven for all of your sin because you were baptized into Christ's death, which paid for the sins of the world. And now because you're baptized into death, you can live in the certainty of the forgiveness of your sins in this life and the certainty of eternal life with Christ in the next. John the Baptist told people how to live and prepared the way for the one who was to come. Jesus, the very Lamb of God, who lived in perfect righteousness and for you is the way unto salvation. The world is dying to truly live. And we can truly live because we have already died in Christ. And sin and death no longer have dominion over you or I. If you're thinking, but I can't shake this sin. This sin is weighing down on me. Then do what I did to escape the strong hand of my oppressor in the pool. Sink deeper. Dear friends, sink deeper into the waters of your baptism. Drown daily in the remembrance of your baptism, for in those waters God saves you by the death of his Son. Your baptismal waters put you far out of the reach of sin and death and the devil, because those waters are the infinite love and mercy of God who made you a part of his Son by putting you into his death. Dear friends, you have died 
with Christ. And so shall you live with him. Because you have died with Christ, Christ will come again and raise you up on the last day. Come soon, Lord Jesus. Amen. And now let us pray. The peace of God, which passes all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in and through Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Amen. Hi, Pastor Sai here. I hope this message was encouraging for you. At Riverbend Lutheran Church, our goal is to support Christians in their daily walk with God and in proclaiming the love of Christ to a lost and broken world. We're a small and inviting congregation welcoming any and all who are sinful, hurting, seeking, or simply broken. Whether you're already a Christian and are looking for a church home or you're undecided about your faith and looking for answers, you are welcome here. We have a number of programs for all ages and walks of life. Sunday mornings we have worship followed by educational programs for all ages. Please join us. For more information, you can visit us online at www.riverbendlutheran.com, call us at 780-430-7382, or email me at pastor at riverbendlutheran.com. Better yet, stop in for a visit. Until then, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord look upon you with his favor and grant you his peace.